0: Good evening, Meat Suits, and welcome to Read It and Weep. This is episode number 35. We're halfway to 70. Where We're the podcast about bad books, movies, and TV. And today, we are talking about Alice in Wonderland. Although, according to the movie, it should have been called Alice in Underland, which makes a lot of sense because there's really no wonder at all. Joining me today, we have a very good panel. First of all, his dad told told him to believe in six impossible things before breakfast. Number three is that he was hired for acting skills and not just looks. It's Ezra.
1: Hey, um, if you if you have a scroll that tells me to do something, I'll do it, eventually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are impertinent for a while. <laughs> also joining us today, as usual, he's gone full clown on this show, though. He's orange hair, white makeup, and without a car that holds more people than you'd expect. Not endearing at all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Chris. Hey, uh,
2: you know, fun fact. Underneath all this makeup and Scottish accents, there's a really good-looking guy under this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What a what a great idea! Let's hire attractive actors to play ugly characters, because attractive actors have so much trouble getting work. We might as well make more opportunities for them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. We just box the ugly people out.
0: And also joining us today, uh, her first time on the show. She's proof that if you don't get enough love as a child, you'll grow up to be the bad kind of royalty. Well, the kind that does a lot of good acting work early, but then later decides to only do bad blockbusters. Joining us, it's Colleen.
3: Hey guys. Uh- Just to let you know, I am pretending you guys are all super ugly today, because otherwise I'm probably not going to be able to work with you.
0: (laughs) Pretend harder. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, uh, I can disappear and reappear whenever I want, as in, appear when it's funny, and then disappear for the long stretches of boring exposition. My name is Alex.
2: (laughs) Uh, You have the most useful power.
0: I do. Also, I'm a smug cat. Like, cats needed to add smugness to their repertoire of annoying emotions.
1: What what are the many emotions of a feline dumb that that you can identify that annoy Alex? you? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's just like it's sleep and aloofness.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm. I, I guess just adding smugness to aloofness is just a, really obnoxious. There's yeah. ar- already an air of superiority. You don't have to look like you're also winning in small victories as well. <laughs> Well, so uh, as, as in all constructive criticism, which we strive to be, we like to perform a compliment sandwich. As the guest today Colleen, you have the choice to go first or last in the compliment sandwich round, what would you prefer?
3: Uh, I'll start things off. I can go first.
0: Great. Go for it.
3: So I thought this movie was okay, not the best, but Johnny Depp and Tim Burton were working together again, and I felt like I saw a couple of references to Edward Scissorhands, which I really liked. Like, when the Mad Hatter made that little dress for her and he, like, snipped it out really fast, I guess That's I was why... kind of imagining that he was doing it with his hand. Nice. Um, I, actually, I
0: actually wrote that down as well. I thought, yeah. oh, there's no way he could have had scissors come out that, f- oh, wait, they're already on his hands.
3: Yeah, mm. exactly. And also the bushes in the Queen's Court, how they were shaped like her head, like, that looked like Edward Scissorhands work to me. So uh, He would do that. Here, my compliment is that in the midst of a pretty mediocre movie, they did remind us of a really good movie they once made, which was <laughs> nice to think about during the rest of it. Like, oh, okay, I like that movie.
0: Uh, Chris, uh, why don't you go second in the major compliment? My
2: major compliment is that Stephen Fry has a very lovely voice, and if you watch this movie, you'll get to hear it, and that he got paid for using his lovely voice. Uh, he was the voice of the Cheshire Cat, and he is uh, a god among men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what else is he from what would i know him from british
2: stuff british uh,
0: stuff mostly <laughs> <laughs> i i did find the cheshire cat suitably charming for the cheshire cat i thought he was kind of fun
1: i mean uh, on the same note uh, alan rickman's voice
2: I, I also enjoy a lot
3: but you know I, you're right i do feel much better knowing that a god among men is
0: making good money doing good
2: <laughs> it's fair he's <laughs> making <laughs> earthly riches <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ezra, why don't you go third?
2: Well, we
1: got some great colonial facial hair <laughs> from, uh, let's see, the, the would-be suitor. So I guess Alice's would-be father-in-law had some really epic mutton chops and, and like, just a great colonial stash that all brought the whole thing together. I, yes. I mean, that, that was, I think, the star of the first, yeah, first quarter and last quarter of
0: one of the one of the worst losses since the decline of the aristocracy really (laughs) if we're missing out on anything it's those (laughs) (laughs) I guess that makes it my turn so for my major compliment this is one of those compliments for something that didn't happen but could have but almost did when they unroll the parchment calendar that tells the future it includes an image of them looking at the calendar in the current moment yes and so they missed a great opportunity for one of those barbershop mirror effects or the space balls thing where they like we're looking at now now but we were looking what we're looking at then it would have been much funnier yeah
3: true
0: yeah plus plus i love i love future predictors that include really trivial shit (laughs) and then like on the next day's calendar they show them eating cornflakes for breakfast so there's no chance of bagels you just it's on the calendar we can't no bagels
1: why am i gonna wake up then there's no (laughs) chance
3: (laughs) I've i've seen
0: Compliments completed, it's time for Summary? summaries. So this week, as we do with most movies, we've had our loyal fans go out and not watch the movie, or maybe possibly have watched it, and write us ten-word summaries of it. So, Ez, why don't you read some of them to me, since you've seen them already.
1: Okay. This one is uh, this one's from Seth. Dep plus Bonham Carter plus white makeup plus spirals.
0: Burton! <laughs> That's it. There's <laughs> the math. <Yeah. laughs> Solve for Burton.
1: Yeah. All right, this one's from Megan. Wearing dresses for a prolonged period of time proves difficult.
0: God, don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> she does get naked every fifteen minutes. She has to get a new dress.
1: Uh, this one's mine. I don't, we don't have to keep it, but I liked it. This Alice has much worse hair. One point for Twilight.
0: Yeah. I right? mean she was she was cute. She She's just okay. didn't have but she had she had period hair.
2: Pardon?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: explain that one <laughs>
0: she had hair that was appropriate for the time period the movie was shot in got it uh, that made sense <laughs> it's a period piece
1: <laughs> i mean yes it does make sense it didn't have to make sense though <laughs> <laughs> all right Bobby. here's one
3: though that i disagree with <laughs> is okay well, what do you got burton de- beats dead horse with one-dimensional characters and quirky actors because I actually saw it in 3D, and all the characters <laughs> <laughs> were three-dimensional.
0: They were. Yeah, so Nick uh, might not be right. Nick, you just need well, to spend those extra $7 to get the other couple of dimensions.
3: Yeah, well worth it.
0: <laughs> he saw Alice in Wonderland, the line drawing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see. Bobby says, um, blue cats, top hats, fat heads, and multiple
2: dress changes.
0: That's, oh, that's almost a song. Yeah. It is almost a song. I like it. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much. If you guys want to summarize a movie for us, we're always looking for questions and comments on our Facebook page, com slash read it and weep. Become our fan and participate the shit out of that page. <laughs> Where should we begin a more general discussion? I got something. Yeah.
1: This movie was actually – it was a very helpful guide to identifying whether or not your suitor is a douchebag. <laughs> and, and and so maybe from what we learned from the movie we can sort of go around and, and maybe help people sort of look at the people actively trying to have sex with them and marry them forever and see if that person is a <laughs> douchebag or not
0: there's so many people trying to have sex They're, with me forever and no they are right
1: so yeah uh just first off the bat if your suitor has a name like hamish
0: <laughs> might be a douchebag blamish babish yeah amish <laughs> um, Hamish sandwichish. <laughs> I, I love movies that hit you over the head with bad guys' names.
1: Yeah, I feel bad for anyone named Hamish watching this.
0: Importantly, you should remember when you're choosing a suitor that indigestion is a character flaw. <laughs> it's
1: true. No, you do not want to put up with uh, with with digestion problems. No
3: one wants a lifetime of blockage. <laughs>
1: <Yes.
3: No. laughs> Absolutely. On <either> end.
1: <laughs> Colleen, what's a blockage at the front end? It's like you just like they choke a <laughs> well, the <water>. no. lot. <laughs> They have an apple in their mouth. <laughs> if your suitor was was like a, a pig at a
2: luau, it would have an yeah. apple stuck in their
0: mouth. Uh, well, that would be a red flag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, But also, you know, pig in a luau, maybe not marriage material.
0: This is suggesting that there's a pig at a luau who is trying really hard to marry me.
2: Yes, and who would be better suited
1: than some of the other people?
0: <laughs> I mean, this, this dating tip is actually, I think, something I can get behind, which is... Uh, if your suitor's mom says that you're allowed to marry her son because she doesn't want to have ugly kids, and you'll do.
3: Dude, their mom just told you you were hot.
0: Yeah, right. That is a compliment. <laughs> it's That's why it's counterintuitive. <laughs> 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 also, if your potential suitor indicates that you should keep hallucinations to yourself, he must be a douchebag.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you, the love of your life should, should really want to share in your hallucinations yeah. and... Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm delighted that you're totally zoned out in public and bumping into people because you're picturing yourself flying. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> so, wait, Alex, are, are, are you? What's it like? Yeah. <laughs> are you suggesting that Alice might not be the catch that, that, that everyone thinks she is?
0: Oh, no, okay. she's totally hot. Okay. Really? Yeah, even without a corset, she looked totally skinny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alice as a character through this whole movie is pretty dumb I mean like her whole thing is I don't want to be here I don't want to be in Wonderland I don't want to fight things why am I doing any of this plus she does say she doesn't slay on the first date
1: <laughs> is, that, is that a deal breaker for you Alex?
0: oh absolutely when when she's walking with the Mad Hatter and she, she says I don't slay and then he's like well I'm done with you I was like yeah fucking A <laughs>
1: yeah <hey>. find <laughs> another Alice well she's a- I mean, I think the point of, the, of, of Alice in Wonderland, if I understand it from this movie, is that it's actually Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> wrote that down. I was like, this is the boring parts from Lord of the Rings. This is what it feels <laughs> like. Oh, the heroes will go off and fight their own battle on some, some concrete stairs. Yay. Are you against fighting now, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not that I hate everything. It's that you only talk to me on a show about hating things. <laughs>
1: well, it doesn't have to be all hate.
0: I told you I thought Alice was skinny.
2: That's that's not like a <laughs> is that a compliment or what I mean?
3: <laughs> no, I, I think he's getting at a point there because I pretty much saw this whole movie as a commentary on how pressured women are to be the right size. Oh, that was I think that's really the main point of this story because you know people are always saying like, oh, you're too small or you're too big, yeah. except for the queen who liked when she was big, but that was because of her own insecurities. So. Here, poor Alice is always trying to, like, eat different things to make herself the right size, and she can never figure out what's going on. And it's only in the end when everyone was like, oh, now you're the good size, that she's finally able to, like, feel confident and know who she is and make decisions for herself. So that's what I took
0: out of that.
1: A good note about about the queen also. If you're comfortable being big, you're probably
0: evil. Yes. Well, also of note, the white queen says she thinks that the red queen's head is so big because of a growth pushing on her brain. So the answer to all this is that the Red Queen has brain cancer. I think we have got to cut her a little more slack now.
3: This was a big point of disappointment for me, because when she said that, I was really imagining the movie going in a whole new direction and being like a medical mystery kind of investigation.
1: (laughs) You want to watch House?
3: Yeah, I love love House and not so much this movie, so I was really hoping they would take it there.
0: We just got to be mean to her, and that'll make her feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't even understand how this didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I missed a big opportunity that's all i can say well and and then the whole idea that she's suffering from some horrible cancer and the fact that she surrounds herself with other people with weird growths makes this into some like bizarro oncology award where she's like i really i'll only be around people with other cancers i need well, no. big visible cancers
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like when someone has cancer and all their friends shave their heads with them
0: oh yeah they're Let's just really being cute. supportive yeah
3: Everyone likes I, that. They're not like, oh, that person sucks because they're so insecure that they make other people, like, Wait, shave their head.
1: Do you think, like, oh, man, because I've been hating on, like, these neo-Nazi groups before, but you think they're just, like, cancer supporters? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some apologizing to do. Yeah, well, never that
3: take bald people at Face the Valley. You always ask them their story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you just got this tattoo because all the other friends got the tattoo? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> oh, we didn't want him to feel ugly, so we also got the swastika on our necks. <laughs> I had a, I had a friend who had shaved his head just for non-Nazi, non-cancer purposes, and someone offered to buy him dinner at a restaurant because they assumed he had cancer. Which, uh, had he been a neo-Nazi, would have been a real fuck you right back in their face. It's like <laughs> I'm I'm taking your food and I'm using it to oppress people. <laughs> Go ahead, give me twelve fifty for a steak. I'm going to use it to build a cross and burn it on your lawn. Okay, Ooh. wait. wait, wait.
3: <laughs> you can build a, a cross at, of the steak. Yeah, out of, the,
0: out of the steak. No, no, the twelve fifty that you gave me for my stake Okay, how much
1: do you expect crosses to go for these
0: days? Well, it could be out of like foam core. I is mean, you're gonna it? burn it. Why would you make it out make it out of oak? I mean, that's that's a waste it could of money.
3: Burn longer. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure treated yeah. wood
2: is not an asset for you in this
0: case.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? like, you know, what if they take some pride in their craft? That's all. No, no, no. <laughs> you get a
0: bunch of foam board and then just cover it in lighter fluid. That shit'll burn forever
1: that's the that's the problem with is like these the new you know Nazis, right? Neo neo
0: Nazis classy the, at all. No
2: not at all.
0: This is bullshit. I, it, it was always about the class. That was in fact that was the original Nazi motto was
2: His stay
1: classy Germany. <laughs> stay classy Germany. There there was some mission creep <laughs> later on, but yeah, that was the original. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then, of course, you know, at the end, she gets exiled with um with Marty McFly's dad. you know Yeah. Who is
0: Crispin stretched to be that seven,
2: yeah. seven feet tall Crispin Glover. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I really love that casting choice, because if you're going to make a movie with creepy individuals and yeah. you don't call Crispin, I think he can sue you for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
1: was I actually surprised that Christopher Walken wasn't in it as well.
0: I also, he had that eye patch that wasn't attached to anything. Yeah. So it it seemed to be ass- like attached to the
3: scar that like ran. Yeah.
0: Through <laughs> Held on by a scar, and it was like he had a he had a red one for lounging around the home, and a black one for when he was out kicking ass. Yeah, it's <laughs> like his dressy patch.
3: Like yeah,
1: <laughs> patch. yeah. There, there could have been some other options also. Like this one has sparkles in it.
2: You know, yeah. <laughs> That's that's my my clubbing patch. Well, I'm
3: sure he has others. We just didn't see that part. Just yeah, like a
2: pale orange for like fun Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like easter yeah yeah. that'd be kind of nice because you notice he never had to change any of his other clothes because like we aren't paying attention to that we're just like oh my god is his patch red or black today (laughs) he never has to use the dry cleaner yeah (laughs) but the patch cleaner better not fuck up
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) how much do you pay how much do you tip a patch cleaner
1: um generously because that that patch really completes the outfit you do not want to get it lost (laughs) <laughs> oh, but it would be so awkward right if, if the dry cleaner was like you know out and about like and uh, Chris McLeod receives him wearing the patch and he's like is that my patch and the dry cleaner's like no no of course not why would I, I wouldn't wear your
0: patch <laughs> one of the frogs would have like this giant eye patch that covers his <laughs> did, whole
1: face did you wear the eye patch
0: no no this case, like eye patch <laughs> <laughs> well maybe, maybe he like didn't have any problems with his eye he was just using that to dark prep his eye so if you ever went below decks on a pirate ship he could see with it
1: Oh, that's useful.
3: Or maybe he had a lazy eye.
1: Maybe it was it was like a a hyperactive eye
0: actually. So it was like doing lots of work, like you know, just like 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 um, doing other people's taxes. Yeah, exactly. I read the New Yorker cover to cover in the last three minutes. Go ahead. What else you got? got? I'm an eye. Fuck. Hey, so how much of this movie was less sexy than you were expecting it to be? Wait, how All sexy? Of it? Doesn't Futterwacken sound like a sexier dance than it ended up being?
2: Oh God, the dance! <laughs>
0: no, this was the worst thing in the entire world. So <laughs> seriously? We learned. Oh,
2: it, well, okay. I mean, like you know, there's there's a lot of oppression going on. In the <laughs> That's right. But, keep that in I mind. Mean, <laughs> okay, it's the worst thing the entire movie ever did. Was okay. So Johnny Depp, the Mad Hatter, he's famous for back when the White Queen was in power and he wasn't the Mad Hatter, he was just the Hatter. He was known <laughs> for being the best Futter Whacker, dancing the Futter and better than anybody else. And it was so much fun. And he won't dance now because the Red Queen's in power. But, you know, once the White Queen's back in power, he'll feel like dancing again. So finally, end of the movie, happy ending, Jabberwocky, Slade, he does this dance. And I thought it was going to be a perfectly charming kind of wacky dance, but instead some, like, funk music starts playing. I don't know. Some, like so some And, like, he starts doing, like, some some grooving, I guess, is the best way to call it. And it wasn't charming or fun.
0: And it was it magical was just... grooving. It was like his head can spin 360 degrees. Yeah, so it was, like, creepy
2: and also just yeah. off-putting. The entire thing was very off-putting. I'm
1: sorry, yeah, were, you, were you surprised that Giant Depp, dressed as a fucking crazy mad hatter, had
2: a non-sexy dance? Yeah. <laughs> this, this What's the mind? name
0: like, Futter Whackin.
2: Well, I, just, I thought it was going to be kind of period appropriate and like a lot of kicking and, you know, stuff like that. Not necessarily like, cue up the funk band and spin your head around.
3: Well, it also led to a very unsexy Futter Whackin dance by Alice. Like, Yeah, so, yeah. So,
1: actually, I, I love that though, right? Because that was like her closing point. And like, yeah, I, yeah, actually, she, I love that as an idea of like, so she was like, she told off everyone, like, oh, I'm not going to marry you. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to live my own life. And then, oh, yeah, and one more thing. And then she starts dancing. I still
0: can't dance.
1: <laughs> the idea of this catching on is like, you know, the big period point on showing people you're like, oh, yeah, and one more thing dance. <laughs> if you're ever tried for, for murder or something that, you get acquitted. You're like, oh, yeah, and you one have more final thing. Words? <laughs>
0: dance. No, but I can dance the second half of Insync's Bye Bye Bye. Check it out. <laughs> I like that it's just the second half. That's good. <laughs> it's that's the easier happy. part. Yeah, but you got to remember though, if you're gonna use that as your modern day thing, you got to translate it right because she showed her ankles, which at the time was very sexy. So it would have been like that would have been like now if you're like, oh yeah, and another thing, and you took off your clothes, so everyone is both offended by your lack of dance skills and also a little surprised that you showed them a ball.
1: <laughs> like, so are, are you saying that that balls are the new ankles?
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, yeah, the ankle is like at that point it was like yeah it's like most of a ball not all of it but like you know some boy cleavage
1: <laughs> oh wow we should we should really talk more about like um filth inflation you know that's kind of happened over the, <laughs> over the last uh, 100 years or so you know
0: it's uh, it's at an unsustainable pace i think
1: we'll have to we'll have to create new dirty body parts just so we can show them
0: later <laughs> <laughs> oh shit inside of the arm oh man <laughs> yeah yeah i think they have to just start getting weird
1: Oh, actually, I was saying we had to graft more ball sacks onto (laughs) (laughs)
0: ourselves. I'll show you my regular ball sack, but I've got two more. You don't get to see. The
1: secret ball sack? No,
0: I don't show anyone that one. Not until we're married. And then only if you're lucky. (laughs) It's a real bummer if that's your prize for getting married a secret ball sack.
3: That's a bummer on many levels.
1: that um that reminds me actually i have to I have to give a shout out to my friends uh david and shannon who saved me uh, like a place in line uh, i wouldn't have gotten in to see the movie otherwise
2: wow was that popular there i yeah, think everybody well, up in seattle read the reviews first
1: <laughs> what are you trying to say about davis we can read we <laughs> <You>
3: just
1: don't <laughs> we choose not to i don't know yeah.
3: A
0: reading rainbow. It's time for the return of our movies-only feature, Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning
1: Bonus Round. Lightning in lightning bonus. bonus
0: round. In Lightning Bonus Round, we do regular segments, but compressed into small, bite-sized, lightning-y bits. Very fast, like lightning. And when somebody says Lightning Bonus Round, your joke has ended. Dun-dun. Who would like to begin? I got one. Go.
1: So there's a big climactic battle with... Um, the the red queen's uh, card soldiers and the white queen's uh, chess pieces and I love the the different chess pieces it's kind of a fun effect Uh, the different soldiers had like different chess piece heads and some of them were literally pawns and I I like thinking that maybe they're like sort of all hanging out and they're like kind of appreciate the irony of it was like wow you guys realize that like all right so our heads are pawns but we are also actually pawns of the queen. <laughs> and it's like, you know, maybe they're all like, half smoke and just hanging out. It's like, huh, that is kind of funny. Wow. <laughs> actually pawns. What are <laughs> the <laughs> odds? About one and, in eight. Yeah, eight, eight,
0: eight. <laughs> and somewhere there was like a group of extras that were hanging out going, we're actually playing pawns who are actually pawns. There's so many levels.
1: <laughs> I'm getting self-aware extras for this ever. and
0: I've been here for 12 and a half hours.
1: <laughs> and uh, and then maybe like one of the one of the extras that's playing a pawn is playing a computer game like in, in his like spare time is getting pwned. <laughs> he's getting pwned playing pong.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning
0: bonus <laughs> round. So at uh, at one point the knave of hearts gets caught trying to hook up with Alice, and he tells the queen that she went after him, and so Alice is sentenced to a beheading for unlawful seduction which i would love to have seen the legal compromises that went into that bill like the honorable congressman from virginia wishes to add the amendment unless she's really really hot okay that's all we're gonna say (laughs) you can vote on it i don't know how you feel (laughs) lighting bonus round lighting bonus round so uh does crispin glover get to fuck the queen yeah but he doesn't want to
3: what else are they gonna do
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, like, it seems like it's too risky. Like, at some point, like, if he finishes too early, she's off with both of your heads. I mean, it's just...
1: <laughs> Maybe it'll be like a, uh... No, but it's sort of like a, did you eat, did you eat my tart? <laughs>
2: oh! <laughs> oh!
0: The lineup of frogs, one of you <laughs> ate the Queen's tart.
2: <laughs> uh. I'm
0: sorry, Queen, it was it was for my kids. <laughs>
1: We can we can stop any time on this joke, absolutely. Anytime anyone wants to call it.
0: You started, I just finished it. Playing bonus round.
1: Plenty <laughs> bonus round.
3: Okay, I had a thing that I was interested in was that how important they made the Mad Hatter's hat seem for a moment. Like when the Mad Hatter got captured and the dog came back to get Alice and she was like, Oh, we have to make sure we get the hat and then like I feel like there's going to be some significance with that. Yeah. But instead she just like, when she finally meets up with him again, she kind of put the hat down on a chair and just like, they carried on. And <laughs> I felt like they made too much of a point of that. But then it was just kind of like, Oh, I actually left my coat at your, at my house. Like, here you go.
1: Oh, also this is your sweatshirt. Uh,
0: <laughs> I got a couple of CDs for you, but you can get them back later.
1: There's like half a jar of pant butter in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: save it for me yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah so i thought it was kind of like interesting how they chose to focus on that like that was a cool thing but
2: <laughs> i mean yeah that's... and like you know she puts it on him and she's like there you look more like yourself and i was really bummed like colleen i thought it had some magic to it or
3: something
1: you know. <laughs> right now it starts like <laughs> shooting lasers out destroys the queen everyone wins
0: dude <laughs> there must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found because when they put it on his head he began to dance around
2: Oh, oh! <laughs>
3: you fucking A. So now it's just really like a shout out to Frosty.
0: <laughs> it's a callback Frosty. to Frosty the snowman. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning, <laughs> bonus round.
2: Lightning
3: bonus round.
0: So so you mentioned the execution a second ago, which I really want I wanted to mention again because he says uh, it's a formal execution. I want to look my best, so he needs to keep his hat on. Which made me think of all the possible executions you could have and how you're supposed to dress for them. Like, how do you dress for a spring afternoon execution? Maybe an execution on the beach? Do you get to wear sandals? Maybe what if it's, like, something nice but not too showy or, like, a last-minute execution in Vegas? Can you just wear khakis?
1: Is there a possibility to have, like, a lawful seduction at a informal execution? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, the executioner is like sharpening his axe and all like, like hey what how's the nice going you got yeah
1: yeah in that hat what time you get off
0: <laughs> i like a, i
2: like a business casual
1: yeah, all right it's casual that's
2: execution. my favorite. it's like you know
1: i want <laughs> i want my executioner to wear a sweater vest so i can still make fun of him
0: <laughs> you it's,
1: look ridiculous it's and like, it's
0: not even keeping you warm <laughs> yeah,
1: right. i i'm going to die soon but you'll still look stupid
0: after <laughs> <laughs> I like the business business casual execution where you're like listen guys, we don't want to look like we're screwing around at this execution, so no ripped jeans, but you know I'm your fun loving kind of
2: <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah so like maybe chinos definitely not sneakers, you know, yeah. but a polo is
0: fine yeah yeah
2: maybe if, one you know, pleat two pleats nothing crazy yeah <laughs>
0: This is a hip, modern executioner. This is none of that stuffy old blue-chip executioners.
1: Uh, Mr. Executioner, no, please. Call me just Executioner. Mr. Executioner <laughs> is my father. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I should hope please. that the Executioner would, like, dress up for holidays, like on St. Patrick's Day. He's going to be wearing, like, full-out green, like, clovers. <laughs> would not want clovers. someone to pinch
0: the
2: Executioner. That's important. <laughs> for Christmas, he strings some lights up around. <laughs> I just thought it would be fun. That's
0: all. <laughs>
3: we should really find like a party planner slash executioner to, like
0: I, I just really get into it you know i like decorating who says death has to be boring <laughs> <laughs> right before the execution there's not enough chairs and he's calling a rental agency really pissed off i
1: I booked this weeks in advance come on <laughs> <laughs> i told you guys professionals <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, lightning bonus round lightning bonus round That brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich. So uh, let's lay this one down in reverse order and then put a toothpick and a pickle in it. Let's go. Reverse order means it is my turn to go first in the minor compliment round. So when Alice gets shoved into the teapot, when she's miniaturized at the mad haberdasher's tea party, she gets pushed into the teapot because she's small in the movie, right? But we know that that was fake. She's an actor. She's regular sized. So there was a giant teapot.
2: Ooh. Which
0: means somewhere someone had to construct a giant tea set. Huh?
2: <laughs> uh, I love it.
0: <laughs> I was so proud of that when I thought of it.
1: You should get giant tea bag for that one.
0: Aww, <laughs> oh, we only tea bag when someone else tea bags first.
1: <laughs> that's so polite. Mutually assured tea bagging. Is that what will keep us safe?
0: <laughs> All right, that's my. Uh... My pun lament. Anybody else? Who's next? That makes it uh, Chris. No, Ezra's turn.
1: So the scroll, as we all know, has everyone's future uh, on it. And I thought that it'd be a really great way to use that scroll to pick up chicks. Uh, <laughs> like, um, So just you know, people who, who have a, a flexible conception of reality, you can sort of like say, hey, this scroll say, says we hook up and it's totally awesome. You, you have to do what the scroll says. <laughs> like, well, shit, if the scroll says it, I guess I have to do it.
0: I mean, I, I don't usually slay, but I guess I'll slay for you since it's on the map. You're right. I might slay this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't go around telling people I slay all the time, though. I'm not...
0: yeah, I've got uh, a reputation to uphold.
1: Yeah. Why buy the champion when they can slay for free?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what my mom used to say all yeah. the time. Cool. Anyway... <laughs> All right, uh, that makes it Chris's turn.
2: Yeah, so uh, I thought while the movie was in 3D, as our summary from Nick uh, said, you know, the characters were largely one-dimensional, except for two things: the Queen, the Red Queen, who was, you know, actually I thought pretty fun, but also the dog. I liked (laughs) the dog very much, and even though teams, yeah, Yeah. he's he's complicated. He's a complicated man. Nobody understands him but his bitch. He, uh, <laughs> you know, was, was the most sympathetic character, I think, in the entire movie. And I, yeah. I thought that was very good for a talking animal. So, good yeah. job, uh, Tim Spall.
0: Dog! <laughs> Shut your mouth! <laughs> Just <talk about> dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colleen, your uh, minor compliment. All right,
3: well, I'm going to go with this one, even though you guys already stated that you weren't that impressed with this feature of it earlier. But my compliment <laughs> is that it was in 3D. Because I'm a huge fan of 3D, and I think it makes any movie instantly better. So when you have, like, kind of a mediocre movie you're not really sure about, it's really a good call to put in 3D. Because, you know, people will at least be distracted by the awesome 3 dness of it instead of, like, the not-so-awesome movie.
0: Now, did you all see it in 3D? Everybody saw it in 3D? Yep. And did you have just, like, the classic 3D with the regular old glasses? Or do you have, like, the new magic infrared 3D with the huge headset? that was mine. No, it was great cuz the lady started by saying, "We are using infrared 3D and your glasses won't work anywhere else, so don't steal them." And I was like, "Great, we're starting this movie with the theater lady lying yeah. to us." But it turns out she wasn't lying and it doesn't work, and so the movie was just blurry the whole time. "What?
1: Did you forget to clean off the lenses cuz you still have to do that?"
0: She also gave us like lens cleaner that was the same brand as the glasses, <laughs> and I was expecting her to say, "These lens cleaners only work on these glasses." <laughs> <so don't steal." laughs> anyway, yeah. I did. It didn't help. It was it was terrible. Well um, then, I recommend
3: anyway. you go see it again in like
0: yeah. 3D because I was just thinking the only thing movie. that would make this movie better is to see it a third time.
1: <laughs> well, that would be a total of nine Ds. So,
0: <laughs> so many Ds. <laughs> Well, uh, that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Next week, we are going to be talking about L.A. Candy, uh, the book by Lauren Conrad. Ezra, why don't you tell us a little bit about that book?
1: This was recommended by a a friend in the publishing industry. He said, uh, it's terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And this is written by a reality TV star or something? Yeah, yeah, Lauren Conrad of The Hills.
1: Yeah, this this should be a, a loosely fictionalized version of her life.
0: Excellent. And this is available on Audible. So if you want to listen along for our next couple of episodes, we'll probably do two on the book. Maybe, and So if you want to listen along, go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. Uh, that's the URL. If you go there, you can get the book for free by signing up a free trial subscription, which is how we pay for the show. So if you sign up, it, we really appreciate it. And it helps us a lot. Either and way,
2: even if you cancel your membership, right, you can keep the book for free.
0: You get to keep the free audiobook. There's a, it is a no risk. And uh, you can cancel, like, five minutes later. So if you have other books you'd like us to read, go to facebook.com slash read and weep and suggest something there. We have a, we're, we're in the process of building a new high-tech sugge- book suggestion system. So that will be in place in a few weeks. But for now, just mention it on the Facebook page, and we might get around to reading it. So... Uh, That is it for our show. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, of course, as always, Ezra and Chris.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And thank you so much for your uh, debut performance, Colleen. You were terrific, and we will definitely have you again sometime.
3: Well, sounds great. Thanks for having me. If
1: you want more Colleen,
3: uh,
0: she has a very
1: funny blog, Running and then Blogging About It, uh, (laughs) which you can find at uhb etc.blogspot.com. It's not very. Yeah, right. Well, that's a terrible name for. Me. It's, terrible <laughs>
3: it's not, not very reader-friendly fr- out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, that stands to make it easier to remember. That stands for Ultimate Hard Body etc. <laughs>
0: that makes it a lot better. It does. Now we know why. Well, we, we will also put a link to, no, to cool. that in the show notes, and uh, that's it. Now we just need a wacky sound effect, and the show's over. <laughs> Whoa, what was that? <laughs> yeah, what was I was it? not expecting
3: that, that kind of wacky sense. A
0: NASCAR race with a lowrider pulling up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I, I so. like how, how your, your sounds are typically car sounds, <laughs> but somehow they're really confusing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing from
3: nothing nothing. You gotta have something.